Welcome to Rhema for Today. It's when you, when you put first things first. That's, that's what counts. And when it comes to studying the Bible, a lot of times we're just wanting somebody else to do our studying for us. Even in our own lessons that we, we put out. It, it, don't just read them. Look up every scripture and study for yourself. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. But a lot of times, you see, we're, we're praying in the dark because we're not listening to the Word. The Word's not abiding in us. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And so that is the hindrance a lot of times in our spiritual initiative in prayer because we have neglected the Word of God. We fail to feed upon that Word. And, and really, it's an evidence of a low type of spiritual fellowship. And so when, when we lose our spiritual initiative, we lose something that would drive us through the hard places, praise God, to victory in life. And I'll tell you right now, the hard places are going to come to all of us. If you think you're just going to float through life on flowery beds of ease, you've got another thought coming. <laughs> Amen. Because there is an, an enemy that's arrayed against us. He is the God of this world, Satan. And he'll throw up all kind of roadblocks and bring every, all kind of pressure to bear upon us. And if we don't have that right spiritual initiative in our prayer life, when we hit those hard places, we're going under. But thank God we can go over. I said we can go over. Amen. Amen. And so it's time that we should give the Word of God first place in our lives. It's when you, when you put first things first. That's, that's what counts. And when it comes to studying the Bible, a lot of times we're just wanting somebody else to do our studying for us. Even in our own lessons that we, we put out. It, it, don't just read them. Look up every scripture and study for yourself. Are you listening to me? Look up every scripture and study for yourself. I remember one fellow that was, uh, uh, well, he's a fine businessman, young businessman, prominent. I guess the most prominent businessman in, in, the, in the city. And he had been brought up in the full gospel church and sought to baptize the Holy Ghost for years and then I guess just quit seeking the Holy Ghost. He, is, he came to church all the time, very faithful. Never had been baptized in the Holy Ghost. Well, he could... Uh, rattle off scripture, you know, and sometimes you can memorize scripture, but it's a different thing when you study it and meditate on it and get it down in here. And, and, and he followed some of my teaching on that subject, the Baptist Holy Ghost, and I happened to go to his church, you see, where he's a member, to, to preach. And you know, one night I hadn't hardly finished my sermon. He just jumped up and said, I can't wait. I knew who he was, you know. I said, what do you mean you can't wait? He said, Brother Egan, I can't wait. I just got to be filled with the Holy Ghost right now. And he'd been in that church nearly 30 years. I said, well, come on then. Man, you could tell the way he's a-walking. I mean, I mean, the look on his face, the giant steps he's taking. Time he got out there, I said, well, be filled with the Spirit. He just lit both hands and started talking in tongues right in front of everybody. 
what made the difference? The question was asking him, you know, what, what made the difference? And, you know, you've been seeking all these years, put in hours of prayer. Well, you know, he said, I, I heard what you said. I could rattle off different scriptures. But, you know, he said, when I just opened the Bible up for myself and began to study. Did you get it? Began to study on myself. It's going to take, you see, not just coming to, to prayer and healing school, not just coming to, to uh, you know, Bible lessons. Those are all helpful. Don't misunderstand me. It's what we had said and what he had read that, that finally sparked him to do a little personal studying on his own. But it's that personal study of the Word that counts. Amen. Whenever your faith loses its aggressiveness, then the flesh will have gained the ascendancy. And if you're living more in the flesh than in the spirit, why well, spiritual things then take second place. And natural things take first place. And when natural things and things of the flesh and the physical senses and, and some people call it sense knowledge take first place in your life, then that's evidence that the realities of divine things are losing out. And that's when we get into a low grade of spiritual fellowship and lose our spiritual initiative. And so when, when natural human reasoning, when the natural things that may be even legitimate, all right, but things of the flesh gain the ascendance in our life and come first, then slowly but surely our physical senses and natural human reasoning will gain the, gain the mastery, actually, in our lives. And it'll dominate us then at the crossroads of life. And we all come to the crossroads of life where it's necessary, you see, when we reach those crossroads of life, it's necessary that we have keen spiritual discernment. But instead of that, when we reach the crossroads of our life, so many times we have a negative attitude toward the Word of God. It isn't first place with us. I've always tried to train myself through the years, train my spirit, to no matter what happens, the first thing that flashes into my mind is what does the Word of God say? Hallelujah. What does the Word of God say? That's the first thing. I don't care what happens. Don't care what happens. First thing that flashes into my mind, what does the Word of God say? You know, that would solve, well, it would solve every difficulty for us. Amen. Somebody said something, you know, about what somebody said, you know. Some person, you know, said something about me. The first thing flashes in my mind, do good to all men, especially them of the household of faith. I begin to think, what good can I do? What, what something good could I do for them? Send them an offering. Buy them a suit of clothes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, if we would train our spirits, and we can train our spirits, to think in line of what in, in every circumstance of life. I'll tell you the truth about the matter. If you put the word of God first, it'll solve all your marital problems. Don't have all these marriage problems that people have. They want to come to you, you know, and counsel with you, and you help them, you see, but they don't want to listen to the Bible. 
they want to tell you that, that I'm right. Most all of those marriage problems are caused by selfishness. You don't know, come here to get off on that. Maybe somebody needs it. Don't shout me down just because I'm preaching real good. People want to have their way. So you see, so many times, instead of acting upon God's word, we know what it says, all right, but we just merely mentally assent to it. It's a vast difference in mentally assenting that the Bible's true and then being a doer of the word is two different things. It's not mentally assenting that the Bible's true that brings blessing and results. It's acting upon God's word that brings blessing and brings results into our lives. And so we lose that holy fearlessness that we should have. You notice, you that were with us, we, we've been teaching for some time on the name of Jesus, and I'm coming to that in just in a moment, that uh, in studying about the name in, uh, in the Acts of the Apostles, we discovered something else, their boldness. Well, you could also call it, just like I just got through calling it, holy fearlessness. Hallelujah. And when they're on the at the gate called Beautiful, when that crippled man was healed, and then Peter and John were taken in quest and commanded to preach and teach no more in the name of Jesus. And then being let go, they went to their own company, reported all that the chief priests and elders had said unto them. They lifted up their voice in one accord to God in prayer, and so on, and concluded that prayer by saying, Grant that thy servant shall be able to speak thy word with boldness. Hallelujah. And if you'll read on through, they, they had that, that utter fearlessness and boldness, even in the face of great opposition and persecution. And so when that boldness is lost, and when that holy fearlessness is lost, then, then we become fearful to act upon God's word. And you won't hear people say then, when they lose that, you won't hear them say, I can do all things in him today. Hallelujah. And yet that's what the Bible said. Paul said, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. You try to help people with that sometimes, Christian people, and they would say, uh, I've had him to say to me, well, yeah, but Paul was an apostle. Well, he didn't say I can do all things because of Paul. He said because he's in Christ. Paul wasn't in Christ anymore than you were in Christ. Christ didn't belong to Paul anymore than he belongs to you. Paul wasn't any more of a Christian than you were a Christian. There are not any people that's more Christian or less Christian than somebody else. Did you hear me? I said he had a call of God, an apostle, a missionary to the Gentiles. But that didn't make him more saved or less saved. That didn't make him more of a Christian or less Christian. That didn't make him more in Christ than anybody else is in Christ. And if you'll read on through, they, they had that, that utter fearlessness and boldness, even in the face of great opposition and persecution. And so when that boldness is lost, and when that holy fearlessness is lost, then, then we become fearful to act upon God's word. And you won't hear people say then when they lose that, you won't hear them say, I can do all things in him today. Hallelujah. And yet that's what the Bible said. Paul said, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. You try to help people with that sometimes, Christian people, and they would say, uh, I've had them to say to me, well, yeah, but Paul was an apostle. Well, he didn't say I can do all things because of Paul. He said because he's in Christ. Paul wasn't in Christ anymore than you were in Christ. Christ didn't belong to Paul any more than he belongs to you. Paul wasn't any more of a Christian than you were a Christian. There are not any people that's more Christian or less Christian than somebody else. Did you hear me? I said he had a call of God, an apostle, a missionary to the Gentiles, but that didn't make him more saved or less saved. That didn't make him more of a Christian or less Christian. 
That didn't make him more in Christ than anybody else is in Christ. Are you listening to me? See, see, we get our minds over here in the sense realm, over in the human reasoning realm on these things that really hinder us. But blessed be God, when you get into the word of God for yourself, begin to study God's word, you can absolutely be fearless. Hallelujah. And you can say, I can do all things in him today, bless God, and tomorrow and every other day. No, when the spiritual initiative in one's life is low, you will never hear one say, greater is he that's in me than the forces that surround me. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Our offer this month, uh, your dad, you know, your dad was, uh, he had such a uh, unique way. And such insight. Yes, yes an insight. And, and his teaching was so simple that anybody could understand it. Right. But this is four CDs by your dad, how you can be led by the, the Spirit, Spirit of God. God. Yes. And then your book, How to Make the Dream God Gave You Come True. Yeah, and those are all available for you for a gift of $22 or more. Just go to go there to rhema.org and order it That's right now. Right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagen on how to increase your spiritual effectiveness. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org for more great resources. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.